Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, everyone, this typical segment right here, we usually talk about sports, but there's just a lot going on in the world that uh, we've decided to devote this segment more to current events than sports. What's more important than sports right now? Uh, Well, you know, there's this uh, pandemic going on. Oh, uh, oh, coronavirus. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes, most definitely. You know, we're I just you know, for you guys, we are practicing social distancing. Uh, you know, I'm in Austin and White is outside of Luling, so we're more than six feet apart. So uh we are doing our part. Yeah, this is a, a different time, isn't it? So uh <laughs> I apologize. I'm I'm currently on top of a hill trying to get the best reception I can. So uh bear with me. Yeah, you know, and uh there's a lot going on and, and you know why the biggest thing I'm seeing out there right now is that there's a lot of hearsay that's being spread around as fact you know it's well and it's all about perspective too right it's it's how you take those numbers and how you report on those numbers and so that, that's kind of scary as well absolutely you know and one of the things uh you know because you know facebook has moved to more like community group pages than you know like how it used to be where it was just kind of your wall or board or whatever the heck it was your news feed but they moved to where most of the information gets passed through community groups and i saw something yesterday they said that no they they have shut down posting anything about the coronavirus unless it comes from a news source so apparently people have been passing along all this information that they hear and you know i mean it's like that one time we talked about it you know coronavirus is lasting for 10 days on plastic you know we heard that but we can't prove it anywhere but people so it's created a lot of fear out there and i think that we need to you know help everybody understand that yes this is a very serious thing but the fear can be more crippling than the actual disease at this point agree and that's the hysteria part of it right um is that yes this is serious do your part stay six feet away you're gonna be fine yeah you know uh, stay six feet away from someone if you are sick you quarantine yourself and your family for 14 days and uh you know make sure you wash your hands i mean it's wash safe, your you know, hands the, yeah the government's expectations to get past this haven't changed and you know as farther we've gone into this it still seems to be the same things that we need to do to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Well, it is tough. I have to admit, you know, I started catching myself after washing hands or stuff, how much you touch your face. You don't realize it. It is. It's tough. It is. It's tough until you have to. So it's, it's nice to be around people who are like, hey, ah, you're touching your face. So, um, yeah, just t- just wash your hands. Um, and, and if you are going to go get gas and stuff like that, just be careful. Just be careful. That's the bottom line. Be careful. That's a prime example. From what I have read on the CDC and from what I have seen, if you do go out, and like you said, gas stations and stuff like that, because a lot of people use those, use the gas station, use the pump, take care of all that stuff. When you're done, just take a little hand sanitizer, wipe your hands off, and you're good to go. You know, it, it feels right now to me that people – have this sense that if they walk outside, the COVID-19 germ is going to jump on them, follow right. them back to their home. And and that's just not what's happening. You know, and the reason why the cases still keep going up is because it's a, it's a long incubation period. It's up to two weeks that thing, it could be inside you and not know about it. Well, what, do you, what do you think? Of, what do you think about these, you know, younger adults out there playing, you know, tackle football and, 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 and hanging out in the parks and, and what have you? What, what's your opinion on that? You know, it's so 
it's one of those things that is so hard for me because I really wish that they wouldn't. You know, uh, as far as for the the disease itself, for me getting sick, I absolutely am not worried about it. Um, as well as as well as I, it's my parents. Yeah, you know, I'm not worried about me getting sick because of all the data says that I'm going to blow right through this and be just fine. Um, you know, I don't have any pre-existing conditions. I'm not a pre-diabetic, a diabetic. I don't have a BMI of over 30, and I'm not 65 years old. So, whoa, 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 um, whoa! BMI over 30? Yeah, yes, they say that it hits people with all a BMI right. over 30 a little harder. All right, I might have to stay home. I might have to stay home. I didn't, I didn't hear that one, man. Thanks for telling me that. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, you know, um, you know, so I mean, none of those things. So I'm not worried about that. But, you know, uh, my mom, she's she wants to see the grandkids. And I'm like, no, right. I'm sorry. I mean, you're right. Mom, you're 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 70. And, you know, you're not the healthiest person I know. So, no, you're not going to see my kids until this is passed or they have something going on because I don't want to get my mom sick. And that's smart. That's just being smart. Yeah. 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 You know, and so, you know, so these kids running around and that's fine. I mean, they're t- you know, it's their it's their life. You know, unfortunately, you know, the freedoms that America offers you allows you to be an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. You know, and, uh, you know, the problem is, is that they are affecting other people and it's very selfish. But again, we've talked about this next generation coming up and that we the way we've raised them, we've raised them to be very self-centered, you know, and so it's very hard for them to grasp this or self-reliant. Right. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you know, we've taught them that, you know, that everybody gets a trophy and we've taught them that everybody everybody's equal and you know, nobody deserves something more than you. So so that we've raised this generation to be very self-centered. And uh, this is one of the things that uh, is one of the negative results of it. Well, I, I think I'm hoping that, uh, you know, the reality um, for them is, is not drastic. So um, and that this thing passes, you know, if they, if they don't understand that, you know, all these these. Uh, businesses closing down and it does affect them. You, you might not get sick, but if you keep on spreading it, the longer we're on lockdown, uh, that, that definitely does affect you. Yes. You know, and, and it looks like we're at least on lockdown for another, you know, all the way through that entire month of April. Um, hopefully that uh, will be it and that we'll be able to move through it. But we'll see. Well, okay, so I know we weren't talking sports, but what do you think this is going to do for college football? They're saying that it might uh, it might derail that for next year as well. You know, and this is something that I don't think people understand is that, you know, when – and let's just say April 30th, we come along, we flatten the curve, everything's getting better. The coronavirus is still out there, and right. people are still going to get sick from it. Right. So what we're doing now is allowing the health system the opportunity to catch up and be ahead of the pandemic so that as more people get sick and sick and sick over the next year or so, the hospital system is prepared for it. Until we have a vaccine, you know, we are going to be spreading this disease around. And it's ventilators, right? I mean, because the difference between this and and from what my understanding is, I'm no doctor, but but uh, um uh, from what I've gathered is that ventilators are needed to cure it. And so that is a hospital stay, whereas flu is some medicine and go home. Right. So ventilators uh, help because it's a, it's more of a respiratory uh, infection. Right. And so people are, you know, their lungs are filling up. So the ventilators push enough oxygen into them to keep them oxygenated through the disease. 
And and most hospitals hospitals just don't have a lot because they don't need a lot. Right. And so you know, and again, this is something that it's you just. I mean, there's no reason to have a hundred percent extra ventilators on on staff because it's just not something you ever need. And now it's something that we have to catch up. You know, we have to catch up as far as with that and allow our. Um, you know, hospitals to catch up, our, our supply system to catch up, you know, things like that. We have to get all of that going so that everybody is protected as we move through this process. Or stay home. Stay home. Yes, stay home. Stay home helps. You know, if you can work from yeah. home, work from home. Hey, but everyone, you've been listening to the home team with Troy Wyatt. And, you know, Colton will be here later. So uh, he's on, you know, quarantine. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And we'll see you in just a minute. Stay safe. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. As always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. Wyatt, we've been talking about the, the COVID virus. COVID-19 and what it's done to yeah. people and data and research and how to, how to, you know, find the right information and things like that. It's, it's done a whirlwind on the economy. Oh, it has. And well, I mean, it's a learning process for everybody, right? I mean, it's a new thing. So, uh, but you kind of have a grasp on it. What's kind of going on in the market right now? Well, as far as that, you know, this is, it's, it's tough to understand, you know, um, you know, the real estate industry is driven by the economy, but it's also, it supports the economy. So, you know, the better the economy does, the better the real estate industry does and vice versa. The better the real estate industry does, the better the economy does. And right now with the, the real estate industry was literally set to have record breaking month after month after month in every category. Um, I mean, volumes, you know, sales, everything and it it literally came to a screeching halt in the middle of march because of the stay at home stay safe you know you know social distancing you know groups of 10 on every under that the federal government put out and so i put it to a stop i mean i i had to send everybody to work from home so you know we rounded up equipment we got everybody set up you know and so in the middle of you know, uh, an amazing production month, I'm shifting people's work habits, workplaces, equipment and everything to their house. You know, a lot of people don't know how to work from home. So it, it, it's a big change. And, you know, like the wheels for March and even April had already been rolling. So March and April, you're going to still see good numbers, but May is where you're going to see the real first impact of the coronavirus and the housing yeah, and it's it's going to be big. Um, I mean, there's, you know, what, last week, 3 million people. This week, 6 million people, first-time jobless claims. So it's going to be a big, big jump. And it's going to slow down. But it appears if things move the way that they believe and have projected. So this is all 
circumstantial. It's so hard. I don't want to be, be pigeonholed into this response, but it appears that what's going to happen is, you know, March and April are going to move through. May, June, and July are going to be very tough months in the real estate industry. And when I say tough months, I'm talking about selling and buying homes. Um, I believe the refinance market is going to be outstanding, but, you know, there's just not going to be a lot of people that want to buy or sell a home. Uh, during those periods. And so, um, but then August, September, somewhere in there, the economy is going to be moving again. Things, people are going to be more comfortable in things. And then the, 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 re, the sales market will pick back up. That's what I see right now. Well, I, you know, the, you know, I have a lot of clients and, and a lot of them being realtors, um, they're still showing houses. And so they, they do have technology. So we're obviously um, like we're, we're utilizing right now. We're in different places, but yet talking, um, y'all can't see, but we're looking at each other on video as well. So they can take you through a house and give you a virtual tour. They also have technology out there called Mataport. And Mataport is a 3D uh, rendered vision. So it actually gives you better detail than just running through a, a house with a phone. So there is technology out there. If this thing keeps on going, houses are going to keep on selling. Um, I know on the mortgage side, uh, title side, you know, we're getting things handled. Uh, we're, you know, a lot is going mobile now. Um, my company is a mobile company, but uh, most how companies are going mobile. So for people out there that have loans or are or, or, or looking to buy a house, um, don't fret. Uh, you can still do it because there's people who, who are moving because of jobs or, or are already in the middle of a move. Don't fret. We can get it done just to let you know. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the nice things about this, you know, the, you know, you got to break, always bring the, the positive out of everything to keep moving forward. In my opinion, one of the nice things about this is that I have been working on the remote online notary system for three years. And now it is such an important thing that every part of my industry wants this done. And so we will have this in a matter of weeks. Whereas, you know, uh, couple months ago, it was looking like another six months to a couple years before I could get this really pushed out. So, you know, it's going to make, it's going to help you because, you know, right now people just don't want to see other people. And so even a, a mobile notary coming in, you know, uh, you know, I refinanced one of my properties through you guys, you know, and your mobile no. notary came in and she came in with a, you know, a face mask on. It still makes you nervous. Um, and, uh, you know, by being able to do it a remote online notary, we can do it just like <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah through the internet. And so, um, it, it, it helps a lot. So this is, you right. know, those are some things, you know, our industry is going to be changed because of this. And I feel a lot of industries are going to be changed permanently because of this. Oh, they're saying doctor's appointments are being done on phone, which that might continue. Yes. Yeah. I saw that the, on TV, you know, one of the doctors said that they are now doing video calls with their patients and they have determined that this is actually an acceptable way to to do things, uh, which I thought was very very impressive. Um, you know, but there's a lot of industries are going to change. You guys think the restaurant industry? They're going to have to start spreading these tables apart for a while. Um, you know, the sports. I mean, what's going to happen over the next well, six months? Well, hold on real quick. Uh, what about this uh, whole restaurant thing uh, where they're delivering alcohol? Do you think they're going to keep that? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, that was funny. It's that <laughs> highly successful, very successful <laughs> <laughs> that it is, uh, you know, um, 
the kid, you know, Colton came over and, you know, they stopped by Rio Grande and they picked up some food and, and, uh, and they picked up their margaritas at the window. And I'm just, uh, like, it's crazy. Interesting. So, very interesting. But, uh, as far as, as, as real estate goes, um, y'all are still a go and y'all are still closing loans. And, and like you say, this, this, um, e-closings is going to be something that's going to be used, uh, after coronavirus, probably more than likely. Absolutely. You know, and like I said, you know, we had a, a record March. We're looking to have a probably a record April. You know, the thing is, is that, again, these wheels were in motion. The problem is, is that there's a lot of fear out there. So people that typically buy mortgages on the secondary market are not buying mortgages right now. So, well, were they, were they scared of e-closings, though? Was it e-closings they were scared of at one time? And since no. coronavirus has come around, they're more acceptable to buy them? No, so the e-closings, yes, but no, the reason why, you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the secondary market. So okay. Okay. Your, your, your big industries that buy mortgages on the back once they've closed, they're not interested in buying loans right now because there's a lot of talk of forbearance and things like that going on from right. the government. And nobody wants to to spend $200,000 on a mortgage and then wait a year to get their first get, payment. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame them. And that's and that kind of talk out there has really stalled the mortgage industry for the future, and it needs to go away. Um, you know, there there is a forbearance plan right now, and I think people need to understand this. That what I have seen from some of the larger servicers that you make your monthly payment to, that you can forbear with, with not defer forbear your payment for up to 90 days. So that means you can forbear up to three payments. Well, in the fourth month, when the forbearance ends, you will need to make all four payments. Wow. So people aren't realizing that, huh? Correct. And people, people are believing that they're deferring. And I saw some lady on CNBC the other day say that, oh, yeah, these, these three payments, they'll just go to the end of your mortgage. That is absolutely wrong. So if, if you have a, a – so are some mortgage companies uh, uh, delaying and not forbearing, or is that a common practice by everybody? So, you know, like I said, the only thing I have seen in writing that is an actual offer is a is a 90 day forbearance. But again, on that fourth month, you will have to be completely caught up or you could start foreclosure proceedings or you'd have to do a loan modification. So it is best to take your unemployment money that you're getting your stimulus package and pay your current bills through the next 90 days. And that's why it's there. It's there to get you through it. It's not there for whatever people are could be using it for. It's there to pay your bills and keep you solvent for 90 days. Right. So um, not for buying toilet paper. <laughs> if you can find it. <laughs> I, I, I still don't understand that. <laughs> why? Well, you know, I just need normal groceries. I still can't find it. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Uh, yeah, you know, and that's just kind of what's going on with us right now. Um, you know, people are very nervous. They don't know what to do. So they are buying toilet paper. All uh, right. Crazy. Well, yeah. they can still buy homes, though. That, you might not be able to find toilet paper, but you can still buy homes. Exactly. And, you know, and again, it, the economy will come back. You should set yourself up. What I'm telling people, too, if you have the ability and you want to refinance, you should refinance now because you can miss two payments. And you can miss two payments. And then with that, that will help you. That will be your own little stimulus. 
All right. So if you miss two payments, that's pretty big right now. So uh, that is, um, you know, that's, you don't have to pay that uh, in three months. You actually have no payments for two months. If you refinance right now, that's big news. Right. Yes. We close you in the first couple of weeks of the month, that payment, you know, May, if we close you the first couple of weeks of May, your May payment would go away because we would make, we'd pay your loan off and then you don't pay your first payment until July. So you have no June payment. So that is an excellent opportunity for you to avoid some, you know, funds and things like that. Makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually good news. So if, but it's also a positive too, because it could either lower your payments or lower your, your amount of years to pay on your, your mortgage. So um, that's a pro pro and pro. Yes. And like I said, it's very important that people, when, if they're concerned about their mortgage payments that they currently have, they need to reach out to their um, current servicer so that they okay. can get the accurate information about how to handle their payments. Do not stick your head in the sand on this one, guys. Makes sense. That's good information. Very good information. So um, uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about that on the money side of things and how things are going. But uh, um, the markets, things are crazy right now. Um, uh, what have you seen? As far as for the market, I mean, we're just kind of sitting and watching. It's very unstable right now. It's up and down. I think day traders are doing really well. Um, and so, but for the long-term investors, which we would be, and the people that I suggest, I don't think it's something you want to play with. I think you want to wait until we're past this and then buy good deals. So, but Hey everyone, you've been listening to the home team with Troy Wyatt and Colton. If you have any questions about anything you heard today, please reach out to us at 855-299-HOME or loansfromtroy.com. And we will see you in just a minute. Having trouble hearing us on 1370 AM? You've got to hear this. Catch Talk 1370 in crystal clear HD and 95.5 HD2. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Wide and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. You can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And you know, Wyatt, Wyatt where else can they reach us? Uh, they can catch us on the Facebook. On the That's World right. Web. Worldwide web. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the home team 512 on the Facebook. And uh, as yep. always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, guys, and this is typically the segment that uh, I, I like the most because, you know, I, I feel like I can help people along the way, you know, where we're, we teach people money habits and, you know, what's and how's and all that sort of stuff. But it, it's a different, it's a different, uh, you know, economy, it's a different world right now. And so the idea of all the things that we've talked about as far as being debt free, saving your money, where to spend it, when to spend it, you know, we're kind of past that point now. We're more into a survival mode um, and we need to be making really good decisions right now, you know. Um, if you have, if you have a job that is considered essential, you're going to be keep working. But if you have a job that you're not sure is essential or may go away or may come back, you need to start making changes today. You know, what do you mean by uh, those changes? What, yeah. Yeah. What changes? Well, I mean, let's think about it. Do you need a $150 a month TV station? Yes. No. 
<laughs> you don't, man. <laughs> you know, you don't. Right, I mean, there's, right. you know, there's, you know, Netflix, and I'm not picking one, but there are streamers that are, you know, 20 bucks, something like that, or less. You can get regular TV with all the streamers and things like that, but you can cut a lot of money, save a lot of money. Um, you know, you just don't need a lot of these things. Obviously, your gym membership's not doing you any good right now. We no. can't even go. I can't even go to my apartment's gym. Right. You know, and so you, you, you need to go ahead and circle the wagons right now. And you need to go through all of your finances, pull up your bank statement and look at any of these reoccurring automatic debts. And then they, you need to decide if they're essential. Yeah. Call your cable company, call your phone company and, uh, you know, tell them that you're, you're kind of hurting a little bit and that you either want to downplay your, your, um, subscription to whatever HBO and a lot of times they'll just lower your, your payment anyway. So, I mean, and you can always, you know, it, if you change something right now, you can always go back and re up it when things are normal again, you know, it just because you're changing it now, doesn't mean it's set in stone. I mean, how many times have you changed television providers? You know, it typically you're doing it so you can get the best rate anyways. And right now you're going to get a better rate if you do something lesser. Absolutely. Well, people are saving money by not going out to eat. I don't know. Yes. DoorDash is DoorDash is pretty uh pretty essential right now. Oh yeah, that's true. We just talked about it, yeah, Colton. Before you got on, they're selling alcohol door to door. So yeah, that, that, that might not be helping. You know, that, that's the funniest thing. I saw something on Facebook. It was you know everybody else is uh, we're we're scared this and that. Texas, let's uh, let's deliver alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, hey, hey. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, but, but working working in the restaurant industry, you know, I did for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, TABC has restrictions on how long you can keep alcohol that you purchase. So they were about to lose a lot of alcohol. And so that was a, a good way of keeping those small businesses and small restaurants to go because then that's a lot of inventory that they would have just lost and could not sold. So it's, it's, it's also really good for those people that are in, you know, serving and stuff like that. They rely on tips right. and all that kind of stuff. So the fact that they're still able to have a job, you know, provide for their families, do what it is that they do, you know, it's pretty great. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, support Texas has been doing a good job supporting um, other Texans uh, that are there without jobs right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, and I'm sure you have a lot to talk about sports and stuff where people are helping other people. So there's a lot of pros in, in, in what's happening right now. And that's one of them. You know, yeah, you know, the one thing about America as annoying as we get with ourselves in time of crisis, this country comes together. I mean, after September 11th, this country came together like I'd never seen in my life, you know, and in the financial crisis of 2008, it came together. You know, people were helping each other out. You know, the the donations and things like that actually went up as people's economy was as the economy was collapsing. You know, it's the same thing now. You know, Russia has sent like 150,000 masks to America for, for the hospitals. Mm, That's great. You know, so in, you know, the night, the, the one thing about this that's going on now is that this is a world disease. This isn't, you know, this isn't anything like it's happened in the past. You know, it's always been isolated to a country like, you know, Africa or China or something like that. It's the entire world now, 150 something countries have the have the COVID nineteen virus, you know, in their in their country. It's crazy. It's uh, 
it's definitely something I've never seen. I don't know if y'all have ever experienced it in y'all's life. You know, I've had it a little bit longer of a lifetime than I have, but uh, I, I wasn't around in 1918. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He, well, he, he, he was born two years later, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, the Roaring Twenties. He wasn't part of those teams. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not. I was not. But thank you. Uh, you know, and that is the thing. You know, the last time the world experienced something like this, it was it was the you know early 1900s, 1918 if I remember correctly, with the Spanish flu, which, which you know, devastated the world. And this is right. we're very similar, but we have the technology and the communication network to prevent this because you have to think, I mean, I, I don't know if this is gone, but there was a model that was produced that if we hadn't have done anything, over 2 million Americans would have died. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I know, saw something like that. I remember, I remember seeing that. Yeah, you know, and so now with everything we're done, they say that, you know, somewhere between 100 and 200,000 may die. Yeah. So, you know, it that's goes a from huge... 2 million will die to maybe yeah. 100,000 might. So, Colton, yeah, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, people your age group, not no no, not in a bad way, but mm -hmm. are you staying in are you staying in place? What's your opinion about some people in your age bracket that are out and about going to oh, the spring break and it was ridiculous. I I mean, I I've been pretty much staying at the apartment I, you know i'll go on walks ride my bike here and there to get some exercise and fresh air but no i'm i'm if i'm getting food i'm getting it delivered um I, i'm not going out and about and i was, I was pretty mad about it you know it, it's a bad look for that age group and it's just people in general i mean there were people down at uh what is it hippie hollow or whatever whatever it is here in austin martin springs yeah uh, i saw that picture and i was like guys we're we're two weeks into this coronavirus pandemic and y'all are still ignorant and stubborn enough to go out there and you know i get it you want, you're young you want to have fun just stay inside for a couple months or a couple weeks even just something like just you're the reason it's being spread you're you're not well, that affected at our age because it's not it's not going to affect you as much as it affects a 60 year old or someone with an immune system problem you know it's just they think they're immune to it they're young but i don't know i, I was pretty upset about it well, you know, they, I saw a thing. It said, uh, you know, at that age group, uh, the greatest uh, generation, they say, World War II, they had to go to war to save the nation. All y'all have to do is stay home. Yeah, watch yeah. Netflix. <laughs> Just stay home. You can, literally, yeah. you can literally save lives by being a lazy bum right now. The first time, this is what you've been wanting, this is what you've been, right? You can take naps when you want to, you know, do it. Yeah. You know, it, it is funny to uh, to to think that you know you get you actually are getting what you would wanted as a child, and that is to do nothing. Right. And you know you're what's getting nice. it, and then you don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know what's actually pretty nice about all this. I know we're in the money section and everything, but you know I'm able to sit here and work at, and I have my window open and stuff like that. And you just see kids out and about. You know, before all this, you didn't see that you would see kids inside playing games, and now that that's all you can do is stay inside and play games. You see people riding their bikes as families. You see people outside playing basketball. That's what I did as a kid. I was outside playing basketball, throwing football, throwing baseball. Like it, right. I was never inside. So now you're starting to see that. So maybe it'll kickstart that. I don't know. But hopefully. We'll yeah. yeah. There's positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that, and I, I see that as well. You know, um, yeah, yeah. but the one thing about the, the recession of 2008 taught me is that with enough time, 
people go back to the habits that they go back to. I yeah. mean, just before this happened, you know, we'd been living in the greatest economy that this country had seen on record and for the longest amount of time. But yet I was still seeing people that had no savings were extended on credit and, and were making bad financial decisions, you know? Yep. Um, and so the, I think that people need to take this moment to realize that being financially prepared is probably the most important thing for your family because the people that have six months to a year worth of reserves sitting on the sideline are not mm -hmm. stressing. The no. people that are living month to month, their their whole inner being is under so much pressure right now. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's you have to, obviously you're not preparing for this kind of you know pandemic, but you got to be preparing for something, you know. Well, if things happen individually to us that are not, pan, you know, pandemic, but they're emergencies to us and our families. You have to be prepared for those. Life happens. Yeah. yeah, minimum of six months, guys, you know, and so as we get through this now, you know, it's very important. Like I said, you're going to be receiving your stimulus checks and all of that sort of stuff. Your unemployment, you're going to need to be using that to take care of your bills. Once we get through this, we need to we need to develop you a game plan to help you get your debt <laughs> under control and get rid of it. I have a question, you know. With everything that got passed, you know, the $1,200 per person or something like that. I don't know the exact details of everything that was passed in that bill, but will that have to be paid back after it's sent to you? I have not seen anything that that money will have to be paid back. Because I have if, seen if, that. If I have to pay it back, I'm financially okay, and I don't need that money. Do not send it to me. I'm good. It's, <laughs> it's coming whether you want it or not. <laughs> No, but, I don't uh, think you have to. It's a, it's a stimulus. I don't think you have to pay it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The businesses do have to pay you back. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, like your dad was saying, yeah. Out of Trump's pocket, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, him okay. and Pelosi are splitting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's amazing what uh, has transpired because just a, just a few weeks ago, we were watching an election race between, you know, everything everything going on and all of that. And now all of a sudden, nobody's talking about anything other than this, you know? So let's use this as a moment to bring this, you know, the families back together. Cause it is mm -hmm. nice um, to see families out walking and stuff like that. I always, I always look at them and go, are they six feet apart? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they're living well, and together. So and also our, our, the way. and our pollution standards, I mean, pollution's way down. So, I mean, a lot yeah, of, you're a lot of pros. You're able to see the dolphins in uh, the river walk again. It's great. And in, and like you said, in Lake, in Lake Travis as well. <laughs> the beluga whales are back in Lake Travis. Yes, it's great. Yeah, so well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get pictures of those, okay? So please send me a picture of the beluga whale in Lake Travis. <laughs> I, I, I would love place. to see that. Yes, uh, you know, but so, you know, we just – everybody needs to understand, in my opinion, that, you know, this too shall pass. We're going to get through this as a team, and, um, you know, we're going to get through this together. Rely on your friends, your neighbors, and your family right now, and uh, we numbers. will help each other. That's right. We will help each other. We will get through this. No matter what, we will come through this, and when we come out the other side, we will get to rebuild. And so sometimes rebuilding is, is as enjoyable as being at the top, you know, and you – You've been listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we'll see you in just a minute. Talk 13-7.
Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And Wyatt, where can they also check us out at? On the Facebook the huh facebook at the the home team 512 so hey uh you know this is the the sports segment of our money in sports and you know even with no sports being played now for gosh uh, over a month it seems like we still have a lot of sports news you know what's going on out there colton well if you're bored on a uh, any given <laughs> night i think longhorn network is showing the 2006 national championship game like <gasps> Like ten hey, I'm, days. So. I'm taking bets. I'm taking bets. Yeah, yeah I bet you anything. That's gonna. I don't know. Texas is gonna win on like a last second pylon. Reach I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be close. fourth and nine. Fourth and nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, there, yeah. I mean, I feel like the biggest news of it all is Tom Brady is no longer a Patriot. What do y'all think about that? that? Absolutely crazy, crazy. I knew. I knew once he said that he all, he wanted to be in charge of, of making plays and his roster that Dallas was not going to get him. And that just broke my heart. I wanted Dallas to get him, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, that, that I heard about this virus and then I heard that happen. And I was like, well, that's two of the three things that it promised in the Bible. So <laughs> <What's that? laughs> yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot to, you know, what's funny is with everything going on in the world, there's a lot of people that are reaching out and helping, you know, and there's a lot, I mean, who was it? Um, the Houston Texan gave a couple million dollars. Mm-hmm. JJ Watt gave a few. Yeah, JJ Watt. Yeah, gave well, a couple I, million dollars. I think one of the cool things is uh, the the Patriots um, managers. They actually re um, did their their uh, their plane so they could go international, and they went over to China and picked up 1.2 million masks to bring back over. I saw that. To the I so that's, I, that, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. uh, another thing that's going on with all this is you know. Trevor Lawrence, uh, the Goldilocks from uh, Clemson, the quarterback. He, yeah, uh, he got a little bit of scrutiny for starting to go fund me for all this. Uh, him and his girlfriend did. And then Sam Ellinger, being Sam Ellinger, did the exact same thing like a week later. And then also Shane Bouchel, who's former quarterback in Texas, now over at SMU. Him and his girlfriend did the exact same thing. So these college athletes are, you know, using their – pedestal that they do have and you know their fame or whatever it is uh you know for good they're trying to raise good, some good money for, for all the tires yeah and you just described uh, three very good gentlemen right there three three neat athletes so i'm not surprised i'm glad they did that yeah no i am too it was i mean it looks good it, it, it not obviously they didn't do it because it looks good but it, it does for their respective universities it shows that they've got you know uh, a guy behind center that's you know, got it, got it going on between his ears. And one thing that I was really impressed with is right off the bat. I mean, right when it was announced that NBA was going to be canceled, uh, Cuban said, "Hey, I'm going to take care of all the four lo- mm-hmm. uh, uh, furloughed uh, employees of the stadium and make sure that their salaries are paid for." Which I thought was a a perfect example for all the NBA uh, owners to to follow. And hopefully, yeah, you know, I I normally do not like Mark Cuban at all, but yeah. He, that, that's awesome of him. I, I was really, you know, it, it made me change my view a bit of him. And I started yeah. watching Shark Tank, so I, I like him there, too. <laughs> well, they, they say that times like this kind of shows people's true colors. So, you know, yep. maybe that's his true colors. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of news going on with, you know, players. You know, the question everybody keeps wanting to know right now is, hey, are we going to have a football season? And it seems like the NFL is moving forward as if they are going to have a football season. Yeah, I mean, there's trades. There's – it seems like a normal offseason. The only only football thing that I've seen, it's in respect to college football, is that the dead period was extended. And the dead period just – essentially means they're not able to reach out and contact recruits and stuff like that. So they're having to get a little – they're having to really think about ways to recruit these kids now because this is something that college football recruiting has never experienced before. No. It's, you know, they're they're usually able to have these kids on campus come visit whenever they want, have to take official and unofficial visits. Now you just got to FaceTime these kids or text them or social media them, whatever it is, it's – it's turned into a completely different game. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, Texas so is still in the top ten in recruiting, so that, that's so, solid. So if it doesn't go, are they are they going to play like uh, John Madden via the computer? Is that how we're going to see football? Yeah, we're, we're, our football season is going to be played through uh, NCAA 2012, the last May <laughs> NCAA game. I would Just watch. I'd watch some of them. Right. See, see how see how their play calling is. I might watch. I might Man, watch. there was a. I saw it on Twitter the other day. It was they had just random gamers. They were picking certain players to play one on one against each other with. There were bets going on through Vegas on that game. Well, and and and, and that's crazy. Uh, the Texas uh, Texas State basketball team making it to the Sweet Sixteen. That's not <laughs> trying to see, wasn't it? I saw something like that. I did. Just some off-the-wall team making it super deep into the tournament. They were calling uh, it like well, this. Well, um, so <clears throat> what about uh, Texas football? I mean, I know that they're, they're announcing no spring training or anything like that going on, huh? Yeah, the spring game is officially canceled. Um, that's a bummer. You know, you never – I guess you never realize how much you look forward to a spring game until it's gone because I always just attended and I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good chance to see what these guys look like halfway through training. Now I'm like – crap, what am I going to do in April? Uh, that's like an early football game, but we'll we'll see. Um, I'm really hoping we have a football season because if we don't, uh, I don't know. Y'all, y'all might need to come check in on me every once in a while. <laughs> you know, so on that, what if we have a football season but they don't allow fans at the game? I'm, you know, How would you feel about that? I would. I, it would suck, but at the same time, at least we would have football. Um I, I would be per- I would be perfectly fine being able to watch it. Like just any kind of sports right now to watch. I mean, I kind of got excited that ESPN the Ocho was coming back for a day. We got to watch the Ocho or something. They're doing I don't even know what it was. Bowling maybe. I I, I don't even know ping pong. Something <laughs> yeah. something uh, to feel that competitive spirit in you. But I would be fine. Yeah, with it. What about y'all? I, uh, I don't def- know. I would I would I would tailgate. Yeah, I would watching yeah. TV yeah. from the outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because yeah, of the game, a lot they, of fans watch from home, anyways. Us personally, like we've been going to games for years, so it'd be it would be different for sure. But at minimum, I want them to at least have the season and us be able to watch it. Yeah, I mean, but just think about it. If they don't allow us in the stadium, do you think they'd allow us to tailgate outside the stadium? So all of that, the whole experience of game day would be yeah. gone. And and can you – so then you lose the home field advantage because there's no stands. There's nobody mm. in the stands to, to, to cheer on or, you know, make it disruptive for the other – for the opposing offense or cheer on the defense or whatever. You know, it's it, 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 
it just to me it would be like they would have to pipe in noise yeah, just so that you members, could enjoy it have the band members there and have them sit six feet apart and play their instrument as loud as possible uh, I just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, it would just be weird because they were talking about doing that before they canceled, you know, seasons and stuff like that. They were talking about having games in the NBA with, with no fans and stuff like that. I was like, you know, that's, it's a lot of revenue being, you know, lost right in, in that well, situation. Ticket well, I mean, sales, I, concessions, all that adds up. But some major things. I, I, the, the one thing that's been a pro this year is I actually won my bracket this year for the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, no one lost. You didn't lose a single no. game. I didn't pick. I didn't pick one person to win, not one. Yeah. So y'all, <laughs> y'all both owe me money. Y'all both owe That's me money. Funny. <laughs> gotcha. I am totally on with that. You know, um, you know, and it's just like it's. This is different because in all of the other national crisis, and we've had sports to be able to kind of pull us back through it to kind of unite us and and right. bring, you know. You know, um, and we won't have that. It's, this is going to be the opposite, whereas it will be pushed away. So, uh, you know, I, I am concerned about how we come out of this as far as sports. You know, I was the, – the, the thing that really shocked me out of everything, all the sports news that really got me was that they canceled the College World Series in March. You know, they, they, they canceled the College World Series, which is played when in June? May, June? I can't remember the exact yeah. time that it's played, but it's been two or three months down the road, and they decided to cancel that completely right at the beginning of this. So I was like, that, that kind of made me take a step back and be like, well, do, are they expecting this virus to be going on for a decent amount of time? And I, I'm assuming yes. You know, I, I just don't know exactly how long. And that makes kind of sense, though, because, I mean, obviously they have a lot of games to play in between here and then, mm-hmm. and to make those up in time to do the World Series probably couldn't. That yeah. Out. So they just decided to cancel the whole season, and that and that was really sad for uh you know Texas Longhorn baseball because they were having a solid year. What were they nineteen and three? Something oh like yeah. That. I mean they they were having one of the one of the best starts to their seasons they've had in years. Hey, well, so wait real quick, what do y'all think about uh so the Astros general managers, um they they had they they are uh, cut off from this year, but. Because they're not playing baseball, they're still counting this year as, as, as them being cut off. Yeah. Yep. And so, I mean, another little piece of news I'm going to squeeze in here before is that uh, the Panthers released Cam Newton. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was so the, I, I don't know where he's going to go. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll go to New England. Maybe he'll be Tom Brady's replacement. What do y'all think about yeah. that? Maybe, maybe. Maybe we will definitely see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, so nobody really knows. And, you know, there's a lot up in the air, but don't worry, everyone. We're going to get all, we're all going to get through this together. And uh, we appreciate you listening to us. If you have any questions, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And be safe out there, and we will see you next week. <laughs>